Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. Chris Goforth with you as we get you set now for football season. We'll begin our previews starting this week, leading up to a conversation on game week with the head coach of the Mox and Rusty Wright. So that is still to come. Today, we're going to take a little look at the Chattanooga defense. Lorenzo Ward, the Mox defensive coordinator, will be with us. And Devonche Maxwell, a guy that is quickly climbing all the defensive statistical charts, especially when it comes to tackles for loss and quarterback sacks here at UTC. Native of Valdosta, Georgia, we'll talk a, a little bit with him as well. Let's start things off, though, the conversation with the defensive coordinator for the Chattanooga Mox and Lorenzo Ward. We talk a little bit about this Mox defense. I think you'll be really encouraged when you hear what he has to say about his defensive line. He'll also give us a little Steve Spurrier story before we uh, finish up. Lorenzo Ward joins us this week on Mox on the Mic. Coach, I feel like we start every year with a conversation about Devonshe Maxwell and uh, how good th that he can be. Uh, preseason player of the year we've seen him be pretty dominant what have you seen from him from a from a growth standpoint in his play from last year now going into this year well I think he's uh tried to uh put himself in a position where uh there were times when you know Devontae he's did real done real real well here but uh I still think he had another uh, step that he could go to be really, really dominant. And I think what he's done this off season uh, with his body and, and with his conditioning, uh, I think he's ready to take that step. He should dominate guys in this league every single down. And uh, so that's what, that's where I think the growth for him and especially with him wanting to have opportunity to play on that club. That's what I think he's going to have to put on video this season. Who's the next guy on that defensive line that's ready to take that that next step? Because it seems like you've always got that that one guy, but then there's somebody else waiting in the wings. Who's that guy now that that we're going to uh, we're going to start hearing a lot more about? You know, that's a hard decision, and that's a a good thing for us because uh, you know we we got a lot of depth up front. Uh, you know, we was just finished our OTAs last week and just all for a couple of days, but we possibly have 12 defensive linemen that we can rotate in a ball game here. And that's unheard of for a school of this size and the talent level not be a big drop off when they end the game. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, Christian Smith will, uh, have a great season. Uh, ben Bruton, Jay Person. Uh, we got several um, transfers that are in here that have shown us, you know, not in pass yet, which is I'm excited to see them in pass, but they're athletic. And so, you know, guys like John Prince, we got we got a lot of guys that you know we feel uh, really really good about that up front that we put them in the ball game that that's not going to be a huge drop off when Devonche need a break or uh, a Jay person need a break. We uh, we got a young man that's transferred from Washington State named Freeman. Uh, 
And so any of those guys could be uh, the next breakout guy. Uh, there's a guy that you all will hear a lot about that's going to play behind Devontae is, is, a, is a guy named O'Shea. Came from uh, Old Dominion. And uh, he looks the part. I'm excited to see him in the past. He looks like a pro football player. Are you ready to have 12 defensive linemen? I mean, have you ever had that kind of depth before? This is the closest, I would say, when I was DCA for Spurrier, when we had Clowning, we had Melvin Ingram, we had those guys, uh, Devin Taylor and all those guys. We didn't have 12. We probably had eight. This is the closest uh, thing to a dominant group of guys that when you look from one to, to 12, that's not a huge drop off. And that's very exciting. What does having Ty Beck back for another season mean? He's, a, you know, he's, he, he runs the defense. Uh, you know, Ty makes the calls, Ty get the defense set, he get the front set. Uh, to have that experience back, you know, it uh, makes you feel good as a coordinator that your front seven uh, is all going to be on the same page. And Ty's that guy. You got Ty, you got Cam Jones, you got a couple of guys. There's some pretty good genes in that group, right? I mean, you got a couple of guys whose dads were were both pretty good players. Uh, how much of a of a benefit has that been to have guys like that that have had fathers that have been through this before that know what it takes, uh, not just to play but to excel? Well, I think that's a, a great, a big bonus uh, because most uh, kids that you recruit uh, to your college or university, uh, that's not the case. And these guys are, were blessed to to have parents that did it, uh, and especially in Tybeck case, did it here. And so, I think you know to carry on their family legacy is huge for them, and and to be as good as they could possibly be, uh, I think that's a uh, a great motivating factor uh, to, you know, uh, for a guy like Ty Beck to, to play at the program that his father played at and, and, and try to be as good a player as he can be. And, uh, you know, Ty is, is uh, uh, I'm very excited about Ty Beck and his uh, upcoming senior year. You know, I think it'll be a, he's, I can't say a breakout season for him because he's done really, really well already, but I think it'll be, he'll be even better this season. Uh, the best thing I think to have him to Ty was Cam was out this spring, so we moved Ty to Mike to get Bo, who's a young linebacker, some more experience at Will. And I think by Ty playing Mike linebacker, uh, he really understands the total scheme of what we're doing. So it's going to help him be an even better Will linebacker for us this season. You lost some guys out of that DB group, in particular at safety. How do you go about replacing a couple of guys that played a lot of football for you? Uh, and that's the part that we went into spring ball to find. And, uh, you know, coming out of spring ball, we're not, uh, especially experience wise or, or talent. We might be more talented, but we don't have the experience. And so we just got to get the, their, uh, experience caught up to what their talent says that this, uh, group of, uh, defensive backs are going to bring, uh, to this defense this this fall you know the great thing about playing db 
if you're good up front, you don't have to cover them very long. And <laughs> so that's the that's the equaling factor for us as coaches on this defense. Is you know we know uh, day in and day out that no particular quarterback should have a long time to 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 get rid of football. And you know so a lot of our philosophy in this perimeter is going to be keep them in front. Don't let them behind you because if we have to make them earn it, then that's going to be a, in our favor. We just can't give up, drop back, quarterback catch it, and throw it, and it's a big play. If we can uh, limit those situations, then uh, I think it will, this young secondary will have a chance to develop and uh, and, and be a, a, a great group uh, but it's going to take them having experience. You know, you lose four of your five stars in secondary. They all were seniors, and 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 so it's hard to replace that. But I think we have a chance because we're so good up front. I feel like we know a lot about your guys already. What's the biggest question mark that you have? Just playing experience. How they're going to react when they – you know, a lot of time these some of these guys that are playing now that's gonna have to play for us this fall played, but they played in sparing roles when the game was might been out of control, that type deal. What's what how are they gonna react when they gotta start and 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 when that game is on the line is a tough, hard nosed game, we're struggling on offense and we need to, to play great on defense, how they're gonna react. So the experience part of that, that's the thing that I I'm concerned about, how they're gonna react when they, the light's on and they're the guy. Because it's different being a backup than it is being a starter. New rule in college football, no blocking below the waist outside the tackle box. You're going to face a couple of option teams in the Southern Conference every year. Uh, do you like this new rule? I love it. The DBs love it too. You know, if they're not in the box, they can't get cut. So even the receivers out on the perimeter can't cut them. So uh, it used to be if a guy was hit up to you, he'd cut you in the perimeter, but they ain't going to get cut. That's that's the rule. They just – it made the game better for uh defensive player in that sense because it's man-on-man -man now. They got to block me. They got to block me head up. They got to block me staying high. They can't chop me. And so I think uh most athletic guys, the one thing they worry about is people getting on their legs. That shouldn't be a concern of theirs because of the new rule. That's maybe one of the, one of the few, if not maybe the only rule in the last, uh, I don't know, 20 or so years coach that, uh, hasn't gone in favor of the offense. They, they finally, finally made a rule that, uh, that kind of helps you guys out defensively. It's been a while since you've that's had one of those. Very, very true. Very, very true. That's a, that's a, that's a true statement. Most of the rules are for the offensive side of the ball, which I understand because people pay see people score points, but. This is one rule that benefits defenders. How much have you guys talked about that? Is that something you're you're talking about and in, in coaching during practice now? Well, we're definitely because we got to, you have to both sides of the ball. You have to coach it because you know if a receiver was taught in the past and he'd been doing it for three years or that he could go downfield and chop someone, well. They have to break that habit. So we have to constantly coach it uh, on both sides of the ball. Hey, defense, he can't do that. Offensive guy, you can't do it because of the penalty against the offense now. So we, we all have to hop on that on both sides of the ball. 
before we let you go, coach, your best Steve Spurrier story that you can repeat. <laughs> My best Steve Spurrier story that I can repeat. Okay. It's Christmas morning, 2011. Uh, I get a call from Coach Spurrier, and uh, he said, Whammy. They call me Whammy. You're not working out today. I said, Well, Coach, I have. Uh, we went to the gym early in the morning, and, and uh, he said, oh, Okay, good. He said, Well, uh, I had just been named interim defense coordinator going into the bowl game. Ellis had just took the job at Southern Mississippi, and he said, I don't want to wait till the bowl game is so over. We're getting ready to play Nebraska and sit in, uh, in the Capital One Bowl in, in Orlando. He said, I'm going to go ahead and name you full-time coordinator. He said, but that's a lot of responsibility with this job. I said, Coach, I understand. He said, no, you don't understand. I said, sure I do, Coach. He said, no, you don't. And his, I said, well, explain to me. He said, well, you can't drink brown liquor. <laughs> and I was trying to figure out what that, did, what that had to do with me being a coordinator. He said, he said, brown liquor make people mean. You can't drink brown liquor to be the defensive coordinator of South Carolina. I said, well, if that's the case, I can't drink brown liquor, coach. <laughs> so I've never got to the end of what happened with that. Why he, he thinks that something must have happened in the past. I don't know. But that's, what he, that's the only thing he told me. <laughs> coach i appreciate the time man always great to to be able to visit with you and looking forward to seeing your guys uh on the field against uh against wofford in a couple of weeks i am too i'm excited about it and i appreciate y'all having me on hey thanks to coach ward for giving us a little bit of time devonche maxwell he's having a stellar career here at UTC. He is the Southern Conference's preseason defensive player of the year. He has been all conference. He's been an all American and he's back for his final season in a Chattanooga uniform. And we got the chance to catch up with Devonche Maxwell. Well, Devonche, uh, three time, all conference, two time, all American preseason defensive player of the year. What do you think about all these awards when they come your way? Uh, I, I think I'm blessed. I think a lot of people don't get a chance to be recognized. A lot of people don't grow or work how I work uh, coming out of high school to be in the position I'm in. So when I hit those, those records, I just feel blessed. How's your summer been? What have you been up to? It's been great. I've been working out, living a little, having fun with my, my family and my nephew, and, and just enjoying it. Enjoying my last summer in college, so it's been fun. You talk a little bit about uh, you, you mentioned you coming out of high school. Can you talk a little bit about the path from from Valdosta to to Chattanooga? Uh, yeah, so my path probably was different from a lot of people's. I didn't have a lot of uh, D one and FCS offers. I only had two coming out of high school. I had mostly uh, Division two offers, and and every time I get in an interview, people ask me, "Well, how is that even?" How is that even possible? Uh, to be honest, I, I I don't really know. I just know I feel like it was meant for me to be here in, at the end of the day because I genuinely feel like I probably could have been anywhere else, but Chattanooga came late in the process 
like, I want to say right before signing day, maybe two weeks, a week before signing day, and they won me over, and, and I ended up in Chattanooga. Who was the other school that offered you? Uh, Eastern Illinois. Crazy story, uh, I didn't get to Eastern Illinois. No, the reason I got the Chattanooga offer was because DeMarcus Covington was coaching at Eastern Illinois, and he came over to UT Chattanooga, and he offered me here. You've graduated with a psychology degree. What do you want to do with that one day? Uh, I want to end up getting into uh, marriage and family therapy eventually when it's all said and done. You hope to have a few more years of playing football, though, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Whenever, whenever I, whenever I get tired of uh, hitting people, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I get into a little therapy. What do you feel like you need to improve on for you to be able to get that shot at the next level? Uh, everything. If you ask me, I never feel like I'm I'm good enough. I feel, never feel like I've arrived. So. Somebody telling me I, I I do this good, I do that good. Well, I, I'm going to go look at what if I get off the ball well, it can be better. If I use my hands well, it can be better. If I rush the passer well, it can be better. So I, I just feel like everything I do can always be better. So everything. You guys were really good defensively a year ago. Uh, you're having to replace some guys this year. but But how good can this defense be? This defense could be the same caliber as last year. We we got we had a lot of guys from our front seven returning. We may have uh, a few guys on the back end that are new, but those guys won't miss a step. They they were shadowing the guys that left, so I feel like we'll be the same, if not better, this season. Coach Ward says you guys go twelve deep across the defensive line. Uh, there has been quite a run on great defensive linemen there. Uh, over the years at, at UTC. Tell me, who's the next Devonshay Maxwell? Who's the guy coming on we need to know about? Uh, I got to go Quay Wiggles. Quay Wiggles, young guy. He, he buying in. I can see it every day. He getting better. He getting stronger. He getting bigger. I can see it. Quay Wiggles. Early on. You got about three, though. You got Marlon Taylor as well. Marlon Taylor's pretty good. Uh, early on, you got a chance to play with, with Isaiah Mack and, and Derek Mahaffey, two guys that are uh, really good players. What kind of an impact did they have on you uh, as a freshman? Uh, the, the biggest impact out of anybody I, I met my freshman year, those guys uh, showed me the ropes, showed me how to work, uh, showed me what great players look like, and showed me that it wasn't just showing up and playing football. It was more to it. It was more to understanding blocks, stances, uh, which way the line, which way the uh, running back is set in the backfield, uh, how deep is the running back set, uh, how, when does the quarterback snap the ball, how does the center lean when it's run, how does the center lean when it's passed, just a bunch of, the, just a bunch of that come from those guys. It, it helped me a lot uh, to, to be who I am. And then also trying to compete with those guys. Those guys always – made me want to be better than better than those guys. And, and Isaiah is in the NFL, and Derek was amazing at recognizing plays and where the running back was. So just, just competition with those guys and those guys showing me the ropes. Third all-time in sacks at UTC. Uh, is there, is there a, a record here you want before you leave, or do you even think about those things? 
Uh, yeah, for sure. Cause, cause records are are like goals, and they drive me. So I, I really want to be number one in sacks before I leave uh, Chattanooga. You see Cole Strange go in the first round of the draft. Is that is that motivation? Yeah, for sure. Because I saw the work Cole put in. I was here when Cole wasn't the Cole Strange that everybody knows. I was here when Cole Strange was just like me. Maybe maybe a little little better as a as a young guy, but I mean he was just like me. We worked against each other for for years, and we we got better together. And I see the work that he put in to become a first round draft pick. So it's it's I, I like his story. Uh, he's a great guy, and I, I'm I'm proud of him. You feel like you uh, you helped him? You made him better? Yeah, and he made me better. Me, him, and McLean would go at it every day. <laughs> You face this offense a lot in practice. Scout this offense for us a little bit. Tell us what you think we're going to see from uh, from a Chattanooga offense this year. Uh, a lot of big run plays. You know, we still got to lean forward. Uh, a lot of pancakes from McClendon and, and those guys up front. You got uh, Ty Walker and and Sheba Corey is, is still amazing. We got uh, Preston and, and Cole Copeland. Preston, big play guy, Cole Copeland. It's kind of quiet with it, but hey, he'll he'll give you 350 passing yards quick. So, I mean, it's just a just a. I feel like we have an explosive offense this season, and I'm ready to see what they do. How excited are you to get this thing underway? Get get camp underway and and get the season going. Yeah, I'm extremely excited. Like I just said, it's my last season. It's my last go around. You only get to be in college one time. So I'm excited to have, spend my last one with these guys that I'm around, uh, try to make something happen for them. Devon Shea, appreciate it, man. You're welcome. Thanks to both Coach Ward and Devon Shea Maxwell for giving us some time this week. Thanks to you for joining us as well. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Mox on the mic. We do appreciate your five-star ratings and your reviews as well. Hopefully, you'll make plans to be with us next week. We're talking offense. Offensive coordinator Joe Pizzo will be with us. Running back Alim Ford will join us as well. So make plans to join us then. Until then, for our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying so long and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.